Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I am your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky, especially tonight on Wednesdays, because it's a spooky night and it's one for podcasts. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I saw some I saw some ghosts. I <laughs> saw some ghosts. We actually just had a storm coming through. That's why I thought maybe you guys would hear some some thunder in the background. That would have been so, like, the aesthetic would have been so perfect for that. It would have set the mood. Wait a minute. Was that the same? I know, we need, like, some aluminum. Like a big, what, like a big giant piece of aluminum to me. Like how they used to do Wait. back in, like, the 1900s when they would listen to Oh, radio. I was going to tell you something about this picture. That's why I was like, why is Kate Upton in Sports Illustrated popping up I was on like, my... why did you have... I was like, boobs? I had a, <laughs> I had a reason for Guys, that. Guys, literally, I was like, boobs? Huh? I had a reason for that that wasn't oh, okay. boobs. It wasn't boobs. It wasn't boobs. Um, but Kate Upton has nice boobs. Kate Upton has great boobs. We should just point that out. That has um, literally nothing to do with the show. But we should nothing. just point out. We were just talking... I'm sorry. I'm trying to get this thing to play, but, you know, ads, because... I we all hate ads on YouTube, and ads, I wish they are, stopped. They they really are <sighs> terrible. Oh, there we go. Just keep this. Are you setting the mood? Setting the mood. Okay, no, it'll probably be too loud and be really strange sounding. But anyway, so you guys, before we get into our awesome episode tonight about our porn, I just said porn paranormal experiences were you gonna say paranormal paranormal experiences what? you're like did they make a porn <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway um before we get into our paranormal episode about our experiences that we had at the west virginia penitentiary a word from our sponsor calm your body down Boo. <laughs> um here for the booze um for the boobs. Here for the boobs. Booze and the boobs. Both great. They're they, you know? <laughs> Whatever works. Um, so guys, I guess pumpkin spice is everywhere now. Um, Duncan's had it out, Starbucks was today. Um, and we've got the pumpkin spice bath bombs back. So um they are up on the Etsy shop right now. Um and again next week. Uh, the blueberry lemon and the tattoo wax will be gone. So if you guys are wanting to buy any of that this week, um, the last day to buy will be next Tuesday. Um, otherwise, everything will still be available. Uh, pumpkin spice will be running all the way till the end of the year. That's pretty normal. Um, free shipping on everything, of course. And um, call me buddy down on Etsy, Instagram, and that's it. Oh, pumpkin. Oh, pumpkin. Calm your body down. <laughs> okay, so guys, um, West Virginia Penitentiary is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, and just... I apologize for my throat tonight. I, I'm, we're at that point here in Ohio where my allergies, it hits me at night and first thing in the morning where... I just, I sound awful. So I, I'm sorry. I, my stomach's been kind of giving me shit. So I'm drinking like Sprite ginger ale right now. I but think you're just having usually, some pains for me. Usually, no, my stomach's just been a wreck. I, uh, I had to drive in the storm that was, I got stuck driving in the storm earlier today. So I had a lot of stress. 
on the way home. And it, you know, IBS gives zero fucks when you have anxiety. So, um, yeah, behold IBS's field. Usually it is then see that it is barren. Right. <laughs> usually tonight, uh, I'll have like hot tea. Cause the next, the next few episodes, um, it'll be like hot, uh, tea or something because all of a sudden it's like all of the phlegm that just decides to drain down into my throat by the end of the night. And it's just like, yeah, my voice does not want to work anymore. So if I do sound really weird, that's why I'm not sick. I'm not coming down with anything. I just, just fucking allergies. <laughs> like, Bitch. It's, it's mm. always the end because we're, we're in that like Indian summer where it's really fucking hot and then it's going to start cooling off and then mornings are going to be cold and it's going to be hotter than hell in the evening and your body's trying to get acclimated to it and pollen and all that pollen pollen and pollen pollen and grass hate me it's getting that time of year where we're gonna be like grass i love grass but grass to tell you guys how bad our stomach has been today neither one of us have we usually get coffee for our podcast nights and you know pumpkin spices out everywhere now Neither one of us got one today. Oh, yeah. I had my cup of coffee this morning. That was about it. That's how bad our stomachs have been because coffee is not the thing to do when your stomach is mad. No. <laughs> no. We'll hate you. Even more than it we'll already did. hate you. I was like, I cannot upset her even it will more get, than she's already upset. It will get personal. No. <laughs> Let's just say you might need to read a magazine for a while or multiple times. Um, anyway, moving on. So West Virginia Penitentiary is very haunted. Very cool. Uh, first of all, it was amazing to get to go there. It was in the middle of a fucking uh, neighborhood because we were going to drive up on it to see where we were going before we actually went and stopped in the parking lot. And, uh, we were just driving up this neighborhood and we saw like the red lights and we both just gasped and I'm like, it's huge. Not only is it huge, it's literally across the street from houses. Yeah, we didn't even really have an idea. I Well, I know if you guys go back and listen to our episode um, that we did about uh, about the penitentiary, it's only about an hour long. You can give it a quick listen, even if you wanted to pause this and listen to it real quick if you didn't get a chance to. I posted um, this, the link today. So you and we give it a little, you know, we, we give about as much history as we could at the time. Um, but, you know, we did make references to make sure, and I actually did go back afterwards and was able to watch the Ghost Adventures episode. Guys, it was back in season one that they went there. Babies. Um, also, you know, we did happen to mention that the Castle Rock series used West Virginia Penitentiary for Shawshank instead of the Mansfield prison where they actually shot, or the Ohio Reformatory where they actually shot the Shawshank Redemption because the setting in Castle Rock wanted it to be in a neighborhood. And this is right <laughs> smack in a fucking neighborhood. Um, and basically we were able to, if we didn't happen to mention that on the last podcast, and I kind of gathered this from when we were there, but we were able to ask our tour guide, Lori, who was incredible. Thank you, Lori. Um, Shout out to Lori. She's on the Ghost Adventures episode, guys. It was so <laughs> crazy seeing her because she had shorter hair and she looked a little younger. And I I was telling my husband, I was like, oh my God, that's, that's our tour guide. She was standing out front talking to Zach. And I was like, that was her, that was her. 
they built, they essentially built the town around the prison and the prisoners built the prison themselves. They took rocks from the rock quarry and they built their own prison. So the town built up around it. Um, and the, the mound that we talked about in the beginning, the Indian burial, you know, it being called Moundsville, the mound is right across the street, guys. And we mean literally across the street. Like yep. prison here, sidewalk, street, sidewalk, mound, giant mound. <laughs> so literally across the street, mound and then a row of houses. We were able to find out from our tour guide that early on at one point, uh, people that worked there, guards, cooks, and even family members of inmates at one time lived in those houses, which makes sense when you think about it, especially if you worked there. I was like, oh, okay, well, that totally makes sense. You just walk to work. Um, but I mean, that's so convenient. <clears throat> right. <laughs> you just fucking walk to work. Um, I've only had a job like that once in my whole life, and it wasn't across the street, but um, but I like, yeah, to be able to walk to your job, that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, um, when you hear about, though, and I think we did get into a little bit of that in the last, uh, in the episode that we did about it, uh, the history of the riots there. Mm -hmm. It was, this was the, in the top 10 of the most bloodiest, violent prisons ever in, in America. Um, so, I mean, you're, you're talking it, you know, Eastern state Alcatraz. I mean, come on, you know, when you think about a lot of the deaths in those type of places and how haunted they are, and this place ranks right up there with them. Um, you know, this was, so actually getting to be there versus doing the research about it, uh, you know, we went in like we usually do anything else, not knowing what to expect. And uh, one thing I did want to point out, because I, you know, I, I mentioned the Mansfield, the Ohio Reformatory. Um, I felt a lot of sadness at the Reformatory. If you go back and listen to our episode where we talked about our experiences there, because of the way that that was originally opened as being an actual reformatory to reform right. young men, teenage to 20 year olds. They were given Bibles, jobs to do so that they could come out and be, you know, uh, positive members of society or whatever. But then all of a sudden when a prison was closed in, I think Columbus and they started to mm -hmm. shuffle all the prisoners there because it was the closest place. Um, now you've got these, young kids maybe in there for stealing a bike housed with murderers, rapists, you know? I mean, so there was a lot of sadness at the reformatory. I did not feel that here. Um, no. I, I, I just, there was a lot of anger. There was just a lot of anger. Anger and just energy, period. And just energy, period. There was just a so lot of. So much energy. I didn't even feel like sad energy. There there. No sad energy, obviously no happy fucking energy, but um, just so active. I mean, more active than any place we've ever, uh, well, I would say besides the, the Borden house, I, I feel like with the, the moments that we had with the kids was a lot. Um, Especially been our first real paranormal experience. Right. At the reformatory, there were 
There were a few personal experiences. I think, did we ever catch any EVPs there? I think maybe a few things on camera. We caught some orbs. We caught that, that the EVP, the best we EVP we ever caught, caught was at Waverly. That's right. So no EVPs <clears throat> at, at, at Mansfield um, at the Reformatory. Um, Waverly, a couple of personal experiences. Not a lot of energy. Um, we did catch an EVP and... Uh, you know, unfortunately, we didn't catch these on recording, but those, I don't care. I didn't want to see what was running up out of that death tunnel. So uh, excuse the fuck out of me that we didn't get any recordings or anything. <laughs> so you can just take us by our word. But I'm telling you right now, if you hear footsteps, you're going to fucking run. If you're going to stand there and try to record it, you're a fucking idiot. And nobody's going to find you. It's going to be like fucking ghost ghost uh, encounters. And they'll find you in the sequel. The de what was that movie walls. called? Death of a Ghost gra Hunter? Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters. Death of a Ghost Hunter? Yes. Is that the name of that movie? <laughs> I was going to say you'll be like Grave Encounters too, Or they'll find, find you in the walls later. Um, yeah, no, if I hear something. Fucking rats. If I hear something running at me, I'm fucking running. I'm not going to wait and try to record it. So, um, Well, I mean, that happened here to me. You remember that? The... They were footsteps coming at me, and oh, I, I yeah, booked yeah, yeah. it. Oh, yeah, 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 Because I went down the weird hallway that I kept yes. going down, and then I was and starting like, to walk whoop. back, and then it sounded like something started running up behind me, and so I took off. Like, gee, that's my sex. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I'm not waiting around to fucking find out. But um, this place was, even with the the few personal experiences we had before, this place was definitely more activity. I just think because of how big it was and there was like, there was stuff going, going around, ev I mean like everywhere. So um, the cafeteria and the kitchen, which was the main kitchen and cafeteria of the building, there was a lot of activity in there. I mean, as soon as we were in there by ourselves, um, we caught a, we heard a knock. Thank God we caught that. Um, we heard a lot of breaths, a lot of breathing. We did catch one of the breaths. Um, caught an orb, a couple orbs, a few on, orbs um, in the, in the actual video. kitchen. And area. I got to see my first shadow figure. Um, I have never seen a shadow figure in person. Did you see the one in the cafeteria? Not the first time. Not okay. the first time. But okay. do you remember when we went back? Right. And we both were walking and then, and then we both stopped and you're like, did you just see that? And I said, yeah, I finally saw my first shadow figure. I was like, yay. Um, and then we took a minute. When I tell you that that's the most activity that we've ever gotten, just standing in the spot. We didn't speak. We didn't do anything. We were just standing in one spot and you could hear footsteps, breaths. Um, I saw a fucking hand. Okay, so in the kitchen, there's like this, and I'll post pictures, um, there's this little area, like, in the kitchen that I, I don't know if it's, like, if the, if that's where guards stood when maybe the inmates were cooking. I don't know what that was for. But there or was it a, could have been a pantry room because it yeah. was next to where the freezers were. Yeah. So... Very um, well. Like, there were, there was freezers and then that room and then like what would have been behind us if we were facing that room because there were like the industrial vents. So that could have been where yeah. an oven was or fryers were. So that would be pretty typical for it to be in relation to if anybody's worked in a kitchen. Yes. You, you know, know what it's we're not talking even about. just not even a prison kitchen. No. But if you've worked in 
an industrial kitchen at a restaurant or anywhere, you you pretty well, you know what fryers look like, what an oven looks like, what a pantry, what freezers, doors look like. So if you haven't worked in that field, sorry, watch a show about it. Um, but if you have... <laughs> You you genu genuinely know or generally know what we're talking about. So so there was a window. There were four windows in that like, pantry it. room. Yeah, and I turned and looked and I saw a hand, like not even transparent. It looked like an actual human hand that retract. Like when I shined my flashlight and I saw it, it retracted, like just like retracted itself. And I got like full body chills. And I was like, I just saw a motherfucking hand move out of the window. And then I decided to do an EV or like record an EVP. And when I did, you got tugged. Your pants got tugged, didn't they? So I actually got, Casper's had more experiences being touched in places that we've been. <clears throat> um, I don't like being touched even in real life. So I think, I think other places we've been, I think I just, she gives off the, the vibe. I give off <laughs> the vibe immediately of no touchy. Um, but for some reason tonight, you know, like I even purposefully wore my hair in a ponytail because I like something I, I don't, I wasn't trying to like set myself up for it, but I was like, you know, God damn it. Like, <laughs> Pull I my kinda, hair. I kind of want to be touched. I kind of want to be. You know, I mean, everybody, I, I do and I don't. Like, I say that, <laughs> but I don't. Like, <laughs> like I want you to, but no. Um, And that that was a really significant thing for me was how much I was touched. Like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into what happened in Maximum Security because that was probably like where... That's the, the finale. ...shit happened. <laughs> um, but like my... My pants leg was tugged. Um, I carry a knife on me uh, pretty often. And uh, somebody tried to pull my knife like out of my pocket. I felt a tug. And that kind of pissed me off because I was like, my shiv. Um, <laughs> this is fucking mine. Um, yeah. And something distinctly pulled my pants leg. I mean, like I felt it. Like something... I don't know. I like was crawling across the floor or coming. I don't know. But there was something that was like pulling. That's the best way I can describe it. I didn't see anything crawling across the floor. I didn't see anything come up out of the floor. Clearly I didn't because I would have been the fuck. I would have roadrunner of Looney Tunes. <laughs> beep, beep. I'd have beep, beep in the cloud of smoke. And that would have been it. Like I would have been out that bitch. Um, no. That's some, that is some grave encounter shit. No. Like, and that's a big, like I, no. That's a big fuck no. Um, but yeah, I, I distinctly like the, I was touched probably about four or five times throughout the course of the night we were there. And I've, I've, I've never been touched that many times anywhere. Um, actually, no, I never got touched anywhere we were before. I didn't. You got touched at Waverly once. Remember, you felt it for the first time. Oh, yeah. I remember what room we were in, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was that little I sure boy. Do. I sure do. Because um, it feels like a spider web. Mm -hmm. Feels like, and, it, and it's insane because you're trying to get it off and there's nothing there. And, and you're you know like, that's not what it is. But that's <laughs> what it feels like. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that was the craziest for me because I've, I've never, it, it only happened one time before I'd never had that many experiences where I was actually physically touched, like where my pants were tugged 
you know, or something, you know, grabbed my arm, brushed against my arm, tried to grab my pocket, like, you know, and I mean, it, you, you feel a pool. I mean, when somebody, if somebody grabs you or pulls on you, you know what that feels like. And, you know, it's just those things where if you can't explain it, you can't fucking explain it. If we're the only two in there and... I'm not on the floor reaching for jeans. <laughs> and nobody's around, it's like, then, you know, I don't know what else to tell you. But that's, you know, if it's unexplained, it's unexplained. And there was no other way for me to explain it. It was very cool because in the cafeteria, the cafeteria and the kitchen are literally, like, right... There's just a wall separating them. Right. Um... We walked into the cafeteria and we walked over to where we saw the shadow figure and we stood there and turned off our phone, like the flashlights and just stood there. Um, nobody else was in there. It was so deafening quiet, but it was so loud. Like, I don't even know how to explain that. The room was empty, but it was full. Like, the energy in there was absolutely insane. It was, like, a room full of people, and there was nobody in there. Um, yeah, I told my dad about it, and he's like, they were hungry. And I was like, hilarious. <laughs> um, um, but while we were standing there, there was a window that had some light shining through it. And I saw part of it black out, almost like something walked past that window and then I got a little, I actually got a little freaked out and turned on my phone. Or the, I turned my flashlight back on. Because um, you were like, nope. I was like, um, uh, now I'm seeing shadow figures everywhere. <laughs> but the kitchen and cafeteria was where we got the most, well, before maximum security, it was where we got the most uh, activity. And, and it was nice, too, because it was like nobody ever in there. Yeah. So we got to really experience a lot in there so in the the pictures that we posted of like the main uh like the main building like the front of it um that was the administrative office and on the top floor was where the infirmary and the psychiatric unit was it was ungodly balls tit sweat hot up there okay so like, fucking hot my hair was a ginormous frizz ball it was by the end and it was niagara falls in between my boobs it was just ungodly hot so we didn't stay up there long um we did not but for the little bit of activity that we did get so in the infirmary um it was crazy. Like, they still had the x-ray machine in the x-ray room. Like, it just boggled my mind how much, like, equipment was just still there. Um, also, if we, we mentioned this the last time, and we'll mention this again. Guys, this prison closed in 1995. It opened in 1861 and closed in 1995. That fucked me. Like, I knew that, but for some reason, it, like, hearing it again... Um, well, seeing the Ninja Turtles on the wall. Well, yeah, in yeah. one of the visitors, so the old cafeteria they turned into a family visitors room, and a lot of the and you see them throughout the prison too. These guys were artists. Mm -hmm. There were murals painted, and it fucked with my head when I saw the Ninja Turtles. I was like, wait, why would the? Because this was like a really because it is a really old fucking prison. So in your mind, you're thinking like that wasn't around in the early 1900s and you're like bitch this prison closed in 95 the ninja turtles came out in the 80s like it just 
Like, I was 11 when this prison closed. Like, I did not know how to handle that. I just did not know. I didn't know how to handle that, like, I don't know. That just, that, that fucked with me. And, um, I think what, if, I implore you guys to watch that Ghost Adventures episode. Because (laughs) one thing Lori mentioned, which kind of messed with my head, and they, there was one of the guys, um, in that Ghost Adventures episode, he was a prisoner there. I think he said from, like, 86 to 92, and uh they interviewed him they took him in he showed him where his cell was um one of the third cell in maximum security the one that was pink one of his friends got stabbed in that cell oh shit yeah (laughs) so um and Lori, our tour guide even told us that still to this day guys that were prisoners there will come back with their families and show them, I mean, especially if they did, like, you think that one guy, 86 to 92, that's... Six years. That's six years. That's, that's a, six years that's of your lot. life. I mean, that's a long time. And, um, you know, even if those guys did longer time, what that prison came to be known for, how violent it was, there were three different riots. Uh, the co- cops to this day, that's still a training facility, we found out. Um, they mm-hmm. they use it for mock prison riots, which I thought was like, wow, that's fucking crazy. Um, because so much of it's, really none of it has changed at all since it, since it closed in 95. They still have the barbed wire up. They still have the, you know, the yard still looks the same, you know, when you walk out in the yard and you see the bars where the guys worked out, where they used to sit and smoke cigarettes. They used to walk around and... There was a, there's a chapel out there. Um, you know, it just, it was crazy how really not that long ago, this was still a working prison. It was a working prison for over a hundred years. It, it just, I think that's what really boggled my mind that there's still guys alive today. There's still, you know, there's still prison guards that are alive that lived during when one of the last riots happened, you know, that was kind of just, you know, even though that Ghost Adventures episode was old, that was kind of sad hearing some of those uh, guards. Um, oh, my God, this one guy, he was like, I still have PTSD to this day. He's like, I can't handle it. I mean, these guys were with these with these guards went through. You're like, they did not sign up for this. <laughs> like, this is not this was not what they signed up for. They did not sign up to be treated like this. But I mean, you're talking about the worst of the worst that were there and you know the most awful horrible things happened um we did get an evp in the x-ray room um that was fucking crazy i think that's one of the most definitive evps we've ever had it was an intelligent response to a question uh lori mentioned that if you did work in any type of medical field that if you asked questions you were more likely to get a response and we definitely did i asked if someone needed an x-ray and I got a no. A very distinctive, plain as day, no. So an intelligent response to a question. That was so cool, That's though. never happened. It was so cool. That that single-handedly was, that, that blew my mind. Because I'm like, that, that right there, that's the most definitive evidence we've ever had. Like, there's no way, shape, or form you can debunk that. There was nobody in there. Now, there were people all the way down on the other end of the hall where the psychiatric unit was. But that no, that would have been somebody standing right next to Casper's phone and would have had to whisper that into the phone. 
and I didn't do it. that directly into the phone. Yeah, and I didn't do it either. I didn't do it. And it doesn't sound like I mean, you know it's not her voice. So, um... It's kind of like the, that EVP we got at Waverly was probably my favorite EVP, but it didn't... It wasn't... It wasn't an intelligent EVP because it didn't say anything in response to anything that we said. When you have an intelligent response, that's like what. That, it, oh man, my god! Come on, that's like every. That's that's the that's the like that's the dream. Besides a full body apparition, that's like the creme de la creme of of ghost hunting. When you get an intelligent response like that, that was um, very cool. We did not spend any time at all in the boiler room um, because there were bats. Uh, and the sugar shack stunk. Guys, tell everyone what look, you said it smelled I like. I said it smelled like butthole and mold, okay? You because, said Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, and then I said it smelled... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. You guys know what I'm talking about. So recently there's been this whole thing going around where I guess like uh, white celebrities don't um, take showers, I guess. Um, or they just are like very selective in when they take showers. And I'm like, no. Um, yeah, what? Like, I can maybe go a day without a shower, too, if I'm not feeling well, but I have to bathe every day. Like, I don't, you're going to smell like butt. Like, I don't understand. You're going to smell like armpit and butt. And it's You're going like... to smell like arm butt. And it smelled like armpit and butt down there. I Guys, I couldn't even focus on a demon or, or a ghost or anything down there. Because even through my N95 mask, my KN94 mask, or actually, no, I didn't have one. I had yours. You had mine. Damn it. I still think even through that, you could have fucking smelled it. I smelled it through my mask. And my you mask have a cloth, cloth mask. Guys, <laughs> it stuck. Okay. It did I, not smell Yeah, great. we couldn't stay down there. Um, I didn't want to be down there anyway. And I didn't want to be down there anyway. Like, yeah. I'm a survivor. Whole lot of stuff went down I'm there. A survivor. Apparently, I'm a lot of unconsensual uh, assaults happened down there, and uh, no bueno. And it's I probably don't want to do with like that. Butt. I think that's why it smelled like butt. I mean, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> kind of like when we were in. But the I'm like, there's been a lot of buttholes down here, so I think there's like ghost buttholes down here, and I think that's why it smells like that. On top of the mold, which made sense because it's a basement. Right. So basements are going to smell like mold. Or have some of them are going to have some type of mildewy, moldy now, smell. Now, I usually like the um, smell of mildew. I am one of those people. I love walking into somewhere old and it smells like mildew. But I don't like the smell of mildew when it's mixed with the smell of ass. And that's... She agreed that's what it smelled like. Yeah. It's... It was... It wasn't great. Nasty. Green. I mean, it was... And I know there were people that were like, oh, man, we got all kinds of EVPs. We got all kinds of activity. Good for you. I guess you don't mind the smell of butt. Well, I can't. You take, know, I can't take it. Some people can handle it. I'm not a fan. I have to say, I'm I not. Mean, it has to be clean, but dirty butt. It smelled like. Okay, I should preface. It smelled like dirty butt. Yeah. I need to preface. Okay, I apologize. All right, because there is a difference. There is very much clean a difference. Booty hole. And just nasty. <laughs> just, <laughs> I haven't showered in two years. And that's what it smelled like. I couldn't get past it. So God bless anybody that was brave enough with that smell to go down there. And if you had activity, mazel tov. 
I was not going. <laughs> well, we weren't going to stand on there anyway. Yeah, no. But the smell took me out. Like, I couldn't do it. Um, but there was that, like, really famous, you know, or that, not well, not famous, but, like, infamous, I guess, where uh, the, mur- the, the snitch was murdered in yeah. the boiler room. Because um, in the Ghost Adventures episode, Zach got a lot of activity. That's where the bat was. There were a lot of bats down there. We, we, did, were like, we didn't nope. stay down there because they were flying very close to you. Like, she told, Lori told a story about how she was oh. doing a tour and oh. she turned around and a bat flew in her mouth. And I was like, that is a hard pass. Um, you know what was going through my head when she said that? And this is only because, and I've, I've, mentioned this before that I worked in the medical field. So I remember when I was working at this family practice um, and a girl had to come in and get vaccinated for rabies because she was, she was going on like a missionary thing. And, uh, but you had to get like all these fucking crazy, like, and to, you had to get all this blood work done. You had to get, all of that's paid out of pocket. Like her insurance didn't cover. So like if you get bit by a bat and you have to get like rabies shots and get all that shit done, it is so un you're talking a few hundred dollars just for maybe one of the shots. No. It is so that so like the sheer disgust of a bat flying in my mouth wasn't what was going through my head. It was, oh my God, you'd have to pay a fucking fortune for all those rainy shots like that's what was going through my fucking <laughs> but um <laughs> She's... and ozzy of course oh ozzy o- but ozzy got brought up later but ozzy bit the head off the bat so i know the but that flew in her mouth and made me think i'm like you should but remember ozzy. very ozzy of you but um someone wrote ozzy someone on wrote the ozzy stairs in the, in the cement in the stairs i was like i don't know if that was a prisoner or not but probably well they built it so i yeah I true sort of felt like maybe it was one of the prisoners that did it. But yeah, we like, got that would, that would make perfect sense. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Uh, before we get to the big big thing that happened, um, we went into a chapel. There was a chapel sitting in the backyard, um, and you weren't originally supposed to go in there, but Lori was like, someone broke the door, so she's like, you can go in if you want. Uh, well, we did. And um, when you first go in, there's a set of stairs to your right. Um, and you you can go up the stairs. It's probably where the, the guards stood when they were, you know, watching because it was a windowed into the actual auditorium, like the chapel itself. Um, everything in my being was screaming, do not go up those stairs. So I was like, okay. And... It was funny because Becky was, I could tell she wanted to because she was like, I wonder if you can go up there. I didn't want to, but I felt like something was calling me up there. And when she said, nope, I was like, nope. So that pretty much answered (laughs) that question. When she said, nope, I said, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Which is one of the reasons why I love ghost hunting with her because we kind of ground each other if yes. one's if one of us is feeling like something's drawing the and the other one's like mm, no bitch because that happened at mansfield oh yeah in this in solitary yeah yep. i just kind of was walking down the fucking um the thing and i was like oh i wonder what's down here and then she stopped and i realized she stopped and she goes i wouldn't go down there i i don't get 
any good vibes at all from what's down mm-hmm. there. And then we ended up catching mm-hmm. that figure, giant fucking figure at the end of that hallway that, that was That was the haunting. only time there that I ever <clears throat> felt in danger. Yeah. that was, that was scary. That was genuinely scary. It was taunting us. Yeah. 100%. Not really sure what was taunting us upstairs in that chapel, but I did get a picture of it. Um, it's a shot. You can see the shadow of a head and a shoulder. Excuse me, in this um, picture that I took in the front of the church. That was really <laughs> terrible. Is we were standing in the uh, the auditorium and we got on stage and I looked down and we both saw something. And me being the dumbass that I am, I picked it up. And then Becky's like. Oh my god, that's a broken crystal. Bitch, I threw that thing down. I was, well, I didn't throw it. I put it exactly where it was. And she doused her hand. (laughs) I said, here's my phone. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm holding my hand that I touched it with out. So I don't touch anything. And I reach back in my backpack and I'm like, where's my Palo Santo? Where's my Palo Santo? And I pulled it out and I sprayed my hand and I was like waving it. And I was like. Because I don't know, it was one of those, like, you don't know with crystals. I don't know if someone broke that or if it broke on its own. Because that is a real fucking thing. And let me tell you right now. If it if didn't one of break. Your crystals break on their own, you you need Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not mean to make you. I'm sorry. And what, well, what worried me about that was because I had... The only feeling I had felt genuine, like, do not do this, was to go upstairs. Right. And it was in that chapel. And I was like, <laughs> no. So I was like spraying my hand with Palo Santo. My hand smelled good. It it was, and my hand was very blessed. Yes, it was very blessed. <laughs> very blessed. My hand was very cleansed. It smelled good and cleansed and blessed. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, I wanted, I just didn't want to touch anything. I wanted to make sure that I was okay. I didn't touch anything and get, you know, because I had a crystal break on me one time, but it was my fault. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, it was one of, it was, I want to was sad. It was my rainbow obsidian. I, it, the way it was, it looked like a heart, but one of the ends was really thin. Oh. And I accidentally dropped my crystals and it broke off. But I was like, oh, look, a little one. I could put this in my bra. <laughs> anyway, moving on. But, um, so, yeah, that happened. It, so, the the chapel, I do, I will post the picture of what we caught. I definitely, and, and Becky can corroborate, there is a head and a shoulder form um, in the upstairs where she felt called to go. And I was like, hell no. And then she said, okay, hell no. So, I'm trying to think before we get to, mm-hmm. we did see someone in the watchtower when we were outside. Yeah, which not, you know, we did try to corroborate, corroborate, I can get that word out, with uh, Lori and one of the other gentlemen that were there. If any, She said that she's never seen anyone, but other people have mentioned it. Now, again, that could have been my eyes playing tricks on me. That could have been any anything, but... It I saw did, it later. It did look like somebody walked by um, a light that was up, not not in the tower itself, but a light that was shining into the into the tower, and it looked like somebody had walked by the light. Um, so I mean, it very it very well could have been. Uh, you know, some some things with shadows sometimes you just 
you have to kind of be careful and train your eye to know if that really was something paranormal or if you just were really seeing a shadow um that's the other nice thing you know about when we when we're investigating together is that we don't go in guns blades and expecting every single thing to be a paranormal encounter we really break it down and try to debunk everything <laughs> so i'll give you a perfect example there were two times this happened <laughs> I was standing in the cafeteria and I was like, oh my God, there's a cold spot by my leg. I said, come feel. She comes over and she goes, honey, your leg's just cold. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I'm like the back of your legs are just cold. I can't. And it happened again anything. because when we were in maximum security, there's a little like area where picnic tables where the, the guards would take, get the food ready for to take to the inmates. And it, I was like, oh my God. There's a cold spot by my leg. She goes over, same spot. Honey, your leg is just cold. I could, guys, I have felt cold spots. Yep. Now, if you... Good night. There were so many of them at the boarding house with those kids. And it was... That room was look, cold. It that was whole hot. room. Well, and, and guys, and it shouldn't have been. Because this was the summer. This was the third floor. No air conditioning. It wasn't, like, blazing hot. But it was still pretty damn hot and it there should not you know there again no air conditioning no air vents no the windows window was open. Not open yeah there should not have been cold spots because there was no draft or anything so those were crazy like so i know what a fucking cold spot feels like i did not feel any cold spots when we were there her legs were just very she was wearing shorts her back of her legs were just that's all I can apparently the back of my legs were just cold cold. I don't I'm (laughs) but I that's what I was that's what we're saying though like I could I felt cold because my legs were cold but she was able to be like no your legs are cold your legs are just cold so yeah I felt cold spots too and I'm like yeah it was just my legs because when I would put my hand down there I wouldn't feel it I would just feel it on my legs which was another tell sign because your hand, if if there's a cold spot, your your hand is gonna feel it. Yes. Because yes. just like at the boarding house, when we went outside after having all those experiences with the kids, when we walked outside, that giant cold spot that was by Andrew and Abby's room. That that was Abby. Oh my god! Like it was freezing. Like you were walking past and cold, like a freezer. Yeah just right there isolated in that area and it was gone when we came back yeah that was insane and again no draft no window open nothing and that that Um, area was really hot too because those girls were burning up remember right any of the rooms that were on the um upstairs levels again because this was in june and um even though it didn't get too hot it wasn't terrible but it was in new england so it you know um, it gets hot up there, but this was still June, so it wasn't super hot. It was just, it, but um, but it was, where we were was definitely hot, and mm-hmm. then that hallway was hot because it was cramped. Um, but yeah, I did just want to mention that because we, we have, and I have personally felt cold spots, so I do know what they feel like, but it just goes back to what we were saying, like, I think it's always a good to go with someone 
that's just as much of a healthy skeptic as you are because B, then you both can help um, debunk things. Like you both can sit there and go, okay, wait a minute, was it this or was it this? Um, because if it's just you, you know, your, your mind can play tricks on you. And when you're already, when your senses are already, you know, you, you go on the tour, you've, you've heard there's been close to a thousand deaths here. You hear about all the stuff that's happened. You hear about the experiences that happened to the, to the guide and other people, you know, you're, you're sent, you're already, your adrenaline's already going. Your you know, senses you're already, are very you're, heightened. You're, they're very heightened. So everything Every little bump, every little, what was that? What was that? You know, if you, if you, if you get in your head like that, then it's really, really hard to, to differentiate what's real and what's not. So it's good when you have someone there with you, because then you both can play off each other and, and be of a sound mind to each other too. You can go, okay, wait a minute. Now, was that really this or, and then the other person go, okay, well, let me, let me think about it. No, maybe that wasn't what I thought it was because it could have been. XYZ X, whatever you know um and that happens more than we have a lot of experiences that we talk about but that debunking actually happens a lot more than you think it does a lot because we will everything that happens we try to debunk it everything guys you have to think when you watch some of these which I do which you know I'm sorry some of these some of these ghost shows I don't know. um <laughs> I'm just like Travis, you see my face, J started, Justin Timberlake. Like it started going a little crazy, but um, you know some of those ghosted, some of the, oh god, especially ghost hunters and even ghost adventures. You know you got to think for an hour and not even a full hour. What like fifty minutes, fifty five, you know, give or take with commercials to just edit down to that small segment of time. You're talking hours and hours and hours of footage of nothing. <laughs> yep. Of absolutely nothing. That they could be somewhere, they could be investigating for six to eight hours somewhere. And in that hour of footage that you get, that could be all they fucking got that whole goddamn night. A couple knocks, maybe a voice. Just a few things. I mean, so we've been the same way where we've done, you know, hours at places and and have only caught just a maybe we we've debunked way more than what we've actually caught. Mm -hmm. So um yeah, that is a thing. That happens a lot because you have to keep your mind open to everything. That's why we said if you go in there senses heightened you're already freaked the fuck out every little tiny sound everything you're you're gonna think is paranormal everything you're every single thing you hear you're gonna think is paranormal and and it's that's not, not and that's not good because then you're not gonna be able to differentiate what is and what isn't um i think that was everything right now we're getting ready to get into get the, to the uh, finale yeah when we went back into the um maximum security which is, you know, notorious for a lot of activity anyway. It's, you know, one of the cells where the guy was a white supremacist. We didn't go anywhere near there because he don't like my kind. We kind of just walked um, by like he didn't even exist. I was like, yo, I'm black. He don't like me. So I'm going to go over here. Okay, bye. I'm go over here. <laughs> I think I saw it. Have you seen that TikTok where those two high school girls are on a bus? 
And some guy writes like, oh, your friend would be cute if she wasn't tan. And she was like, sir, I'm black. Like this, I, I have. Sir, I'm black. I lost it because I felt like that was us. And I was like, is that what you would do that? Sir, I'm like, black. Sir, I'm black. I'd be like, tan, what the fuck? I'd be like, I'm tan. Like, your friend was cute if she wasn't tan. Uh, I'm not. Okay. What are you talking about? Now, before we get into this, I would just like to say... This is one of the coolest, single-handedly one of the oh, best hands down. paranormal experiences I have hands down ever had. Same. I ever, ever I get. In my life. I, I thought every time I think about it, I get chills because it was just. Mm, I mean, it I've was had, so cool. I had a lot of experiences throughout my lifetime. I've had a lot of things happen to me. I've had a lot of shadow people. I've seen figures, sounds everything this single-handedly was mm-hmm. one of the most intense and we got to share it together we got like to i mean it, it was together. insane um <clears throat> so one of the cells uh if you guys did watch you know we'll post pictures of it but if you guys watch the um ghost adventures episode again it's on discovery plus five bucks a month again this is not an ad but it is season one, episode three. Season one, episode three. We really should Ghost talk Adventures, to them about getting some sponsorship. <laughs> um, there is a cell that they show that's in maximum security. And this is the one that I was immediately drawn to. There's a whole bunch of graffiti in this cell. There's writing all over it. Um, and a lot of them are bands there was david allen coe as a singer leonard skinner hank williams guns and roses guns and roses um you know so this was all you know clearly this was music that these guys would like and i think what made i think we both thought about this when we were at the reformatory mansfield Towards the end, we started seeing a lot of shadow people when you and I in a group started singing Johnny Cash. And I think it kind of, like, we both thought about how, like, okay, music, like, and music is universal. I just, I feel like music is like the universal language. Music is like that one thing that if you can connect on a song with someone, it's like everything else is just stripped away. You know, you, you don't. You, you just feel nothing but absolute happiness you in just, that moment. You, you connect with the song. That's it. So um, it was the last hour we were there. And I was like, I have an idea. Yeah, she, walked into the, she walked into the gate. The, the gate? What? She walked into what? She walked into the cell. Mind you guys, this is one of the only... I didn't even really go in the cells at Mansfield. Like... I didn't really go in any of the cells. No. Um, you felt really comfortable going in that cell. Though. I felt very comfortable in there. I don't... And I don't know why. Because I didn't feel comfortable going into any of the other cells. I didn't feel... And actually, when we were on the other side, not in maximum security, but just in general in population, when we were up on that... Because um, we talked about that mm-hmm. uh, 
because there were four tiers. Mm-hmm. We walked up on the second tier. <clears throat> I didn't like being up there, and I didn't. We caught an orb picture there too. I didn't like being up there, and I didn't want to go up on any of the other tiers because the Lori, the tour guide, had talked about how a lot of the deaths came from the guys would push people over the railings, or they would jump, or you know, if they commit suicide, they would jump over the railings, and <clears throat> I started to get so scared that I actually felt like if we would have gone up on any of the higher tiers that something would have pushed me. I actually felt like I was going to get pushed. So I didn't feel comfortable being by those cells at all. But for whatever reason, when we got to maximum security, it was something about this particular cell I felt drawn to. And to be honest, I think it really had to do with the music. Yeah. I think there was something about... I think we were both really connecting with whoever was in that cell on the music because we were just... Before we even played anything, we were just talking about it. Right. And, like, reading all of it. Because we both love that music. So, I pulled out my phone and I played Welcome to the Jungle. Because that was actually written on the wall. Yeah, it was... I mean, I hate um, that song. But... <laughs> I hate it because it's overplayed. <laughs> but, um... I actually oh played God, that song. Guys, literally. <laughs> from the bangled... Oh, my God. Well, they tried to do Roar. And it just didn't... From Katy Perry. Like, I don't even know why they tried to do that. What? Yeah, they tried to make Roar by Katy Perry the Bengals thing. No. Like, no. Just keep it Welcome to the Jungle, man. Stop. Fine. <laughs> Just keep it Welcome to the Jungle. Um, But, yeah, we played... Guys, it literally... Oh, my God. You heard people... Like, when I was in the cell, I heard banging coming from up above me. Like... You just heard it all over the place. Like... And it was banging with the song. It wasn't sporadic. It was on beat. Like, it was actually on the correct beats with it. And it it. was every song that we played. Because after that, it was Hank Williams. We played uh, Leonard Skinner after that. Skinner after that. Mm -hmm. Hank Williams after that. And then uh, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. And we got responses to every single song. There was activity with every single song. And and the real reason why I keep pointing out that Ghost Adventures episode is because we didn't record any EVPs because we were playing the music and it was really just the personal experiences that we had because, I mean, it felt like there were, we, we saw shadow people, we heard them, they were there. It's like any of those prisoners that were still there, they just wanted to rock out to that music and feel like a person again. Because that was always the biggest fear that if you died there, that you were stuck there. And whether they were prisoners or not, these were people. And I think this is what a lot of people forget and they don't understand when they say, like, how can you guys do that stuff? And what? why doesn't it scare? First of all, the living scares me more than the dead. Let me just put that out there. I uh, Yes. Never trust the living. I feel far more comfortable in a cemetery or somewhere where people have died around spirits than I do around living people. The only time we actually get a little freaked out was there was actually a shadow figure that was standing. Oh, it was really really close, close and it started. I started feeling like it was coming. It got too comfortable. Well, we were we were starting to feel really comfortable, so I think they, they kind of started feeling comfortable really comfortable. And I was like, okay, let's because to be completely honest with you, I felt here, guys. so happy. Like it just it was a moment. I did too. It was I, just a moment. You know what it made me felt like feel like, and going back to the whole prisoner music thing, 
And again, I just, you know, the, the coming back to Shawshank, the drawn back to Shawshank. The scene in the Shawshank Redemption when Andy locks the door and he's playing the opera on the album and he plays it and all the guys, he puts it on the speakers and he knows he's going to get his ass kicked. Like they're beating on, you know, the guards are beating on the door. Andy, open the fucking door. And he plays the speakers out to the yard and you have that moment where all those guys stop and they stop everything they're doing and they just stop. And, and Red, uh, Morgan Freeman's character, comes on and he, he said, you know, I didn't know, I didn't understand what that Italian woman was singing, but in that moment I felt free. And it, that's what it made me think. It, it, I, I kind of, I felt like Andy Dufresne in that moment. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like, I felt like we were giving an opportunity for prisoners to just for a moment feel free. And we sang with them and too. No judgment. No judgment. No matter what you did. Well, look, Free Bird's my song. If you don't fucking sing, <laughs> Free Bird, you have no goddamn soul. I don't know what the hell's wrong. With you. Um, and I am a little, and I'm a little black girl that motherfucking loves Skinner too, and I love ZZ Top, and I hope you fucking come at me, and I will say it. All right, because I'm look. This is the way I was. There's a lot of music. That oh yeah. At the Almond Brothers, there's a lot of music people look at me and they go, "This little black girl, what the hell." Um, but yeah, if you can't sing the free bird, I don't know what's wrong with you, but it, it was like that moment of, you know, no judgment. I don't need to know what you did. I don't need to know what you're here for. I don't, I don't need to know your story. If, if I can just bring you a little bit of joy, you know, it, it's, it, I was, I was obliged to do it. With the very, towards the very end of the last song. It wasn't on us, sir. <laughs> it it felt like an honor, honestly. Like yeah, they were I mean, able to it, do it, that. It really did. Like, yeah. And I felt they they were so thankful. Yeah. And honestly, towards the end, I felt something holding my hand that the phone that my phone was in. Almost like they were just saying thank you. Well, I got touched walking into the cell and then something grabbed my arm walking out. Like it didn't want me to leave. Like, no. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't scared. No. Uh, I got touched a lot during that too. Well, you were standing out in the hallway. I was standing yeah. in the cell. So it's like there was something in there with me and you were just getting everybody. Every, everybody was. Passing through. <laughs> so specifically in that Ghost Adventures episode. So they set up a static night vision camera down the hallway that we mm -hmm. were in down maximum security so if you guys watch that episode because we didn't get any evps that episode what they captured on that night vision camera you hear you hear stomps and thuds and shuffling feet and that is a hundred percent exactly what we heard and you hear it Mm -hmm. They captured it on camera, plain as day, and all the bangs and the bumps and the and the shuffling feet, like it's like people walking up and down the hallway. That is exactly what we heard, a hundred percent. Yep. I was watching it with my husband. I was like, "That is exactly what we heard." He had goosebumps everywhere. He's like, "Y'all crazy." I was like, "Well, what was even really cool was at the end of uh, Paranoid, we both heard it." audibly because we even looked at each other like i looked at her like did you hear that and you heard someone go huh just like that yeah and i was like did you she's like did you and i was like oh yeah we <laughs> distinctively heard that 
that would have been one where I was like, God damn it, we would have gotten that. But yeah, yeah, because it was it was like, like and again, I just, we were the only ones in there. Mm-hmm. Everyone had left except Everyone, for a couple people. Well, see, they yeah, the um the tour stopped at five, so this was four o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we were the we were the only ones left really in there except for a couple a couple of other people. So I don't. We were, had no idea yeah. where they were. Um. I, you know, because I wanted to take it, I wanted to take in as much of the experience as, as Absolutely. I could, you know, and I'm glad we did because like I said, you know, that I'm, I'm not only grateful that that was something we got to share together, but just the experience in, in and of itself was just unlike anything I, I've, I've ever, ever gone through. And it really was an honor and it really was amazing. And it really did feel like a, it was, you know, it was, it was a connection. It was just such a deep connection to the spirit world. And I, and I've, I've, uh, you know, that's just always something, especially if you've lost someone, you know, I've talked about it a lot, losing my mom. And when you lose someone close to you like that, it, and, and I was already, you know, in the paranormal things in the spirit world anyway, you, it it really it it's for some reason it's it's like it connects you even more to really wanting to know what it's like on that side um yeah so for me it was just it, it was it was really incredible because i you know i know it's there i i know but this was like this was it, you know, this was like everything that you really like when you really believe in it and you want to feel it and you want to experience it. Well, this was it. Mm-hmm. This was, I it. still got chills just talking about it. This like was, that it. was, you know, you, we, we were touched. We heard things. We felt things. It was just, it was an absolutely, inc- and it was corroborated because Lori said, you know, she, she felt the, um, she played church music though. She wanted to make them mad, and they shook. And the, they shook the, um, the chains, the or the chain link, the the doors. She said she heard the doors rattle. Oh, they didn't. Not the not the fencing behind mm-hmm. them. Not it was that. the doors was the rattling. Door, the doors rattled. Yeah. She's like, I played church music. I wanted to piss them off, and she did. <laughs> so that that corroborated it. So if you do play music, they will react to music. Um. Just. Just play the good stuff. Which I think spirits do that anyway. You know, there have yeah. been other episodes of Ghost Adventures where they've played music. Mm-hmm. And they've... Um, I know there was one where they were, like, in a saloon or something, remember? Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember Zach did that. Like I don't Western remember. Like, mu- country yeah. western music. And, um, well, I mean, of course, when they went to Bobby Mackey's. Yeah. Which, no. No. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I had a friend one time, she was like, you want to go to Bobby Mackey's with me? And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> okay. No, thank you. You can go. I will never step foot. <laughs> I don't even like driving in Wilder. <laughs> I don't Absolutely even like being don't. in that area. But yeah. Just any place that's like, you know, we, we've mentioned it before. You, you know, I didn't feel, the only time here that I actually felt scared was like we said, um, or like I said, was on the main popu- or uh, the general population side where the four tiers of cells. Mm-hmm. And when she had mentioned, well, she said during one of the riots too, that was the one where the guy that was a snitch, 
he was they cut his head off and put on it they drug his body up and down and put his head on a stick and I'm like man and putting they were pushing guys over off them she's like okay well I've got enough of that um yeah she said she was walking down that that way that cell block that cell block and she said she was it was right before no it was after she was alone um and she after you know people leave she checks to make sure like everybody's out and everything's all good and everything and she said that every single one of those cell doors slammed shut bitch I looked at I looked at Becky and I said, if that motherfucking happens, I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, we both were in full agreement that if that shit goes down, we're the fuck out. Like, like no, there's no more, no more, mm-hmm. no, we're done. We don't. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No turf. We don't need to do this anymore. We're done. I'm. I've had enough for the year. I don't need any more after. So, that. like, there are certain experiences that I'm cool with us happening. But if other things like that go, I'm, mm -mm, no, (laughs) no, no. I get people all the time because when we were playing that music. I shut it down with doors slamming. I can't fucking handle that shit. Like, I've I've said that. I've seen You know that happened at Waverly. Oh, yeah. But that was behind us. Thank God. Um, But then we decided to go back in there because we're, you know, smart. (laughs) for Um, but I mean, like, right in front of me, if, if I was like, close that door and the fucking door just slammed, I'd be like, thank you. And then I am. The oh, fuck you want me to there. leave? Okay. I'll oh, oblige. To, That's fine. I will see myself out. <laughs> um, yeah. There's certain things I draw the line. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, some, it's so funny because people are like, how do you do that? Because even when we were standing there playing the music, our flashlights were off. We were standing in the dark. I'm like, you get to a point where. I don't want to say you get used to it, but when you're in a moment, especially in a moment like that, you're comfortable. They're comfortable. You're you're having a moment with the spirit world. It's not, oh my god, ghosts are scary. When me and when me and Becky experience these things, we take it as gifts because we don't go into these places wanting them to perform pony tricks. We go into these places because we want to visit them because they're historical and we love that kind of stuff. And if something happens, it happens. If something doesn't, it doesn't. We consider it a gift when they do things like that. And it's very rare that I get freaked out. Honestly, it's it doesn't really freak me out anymore. I get a little bit like, wow, but I'm not like... the. Th- thing that freaked me out the most was the shadow person that was probably literally within six feet of Becky. I was like, at least they're respecting the six foot rule, but that's really close. <laughs> and we both were like fumbling to get our flashlights up. Like, so. I appreciate the social distance, but you could be a little bit more dis. <laughs> you could be over there. Yeah. Just thanks. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, at first, I can understand it. It would freak you out because it's something you're definitely not expecting or I don't want to use the term used to but you do start to remember what it feels like to be touched you know what it's like to feel them you know what it's like to be around spirits like that and you get more acclimated to what it's like so it doesn't freak you out and you can walk down corridors in the dark I'm I'm getting actually more used to doing that I like doing that going into places like that and just turning off the flashlight for a hot minute and I do doing it in the dark 
as long as I know that I'm not going to, like, trip and fall, because I've done that before. <laughs> well, and also, to um, feeling safe, you know, a certain amount of safety in that place, too, mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, I feel low enough to turn my light off. I, you know, I know I'm good. Right. So, and I, and I think we, we have seemed to get more activity, too, when that happens. I feel like it's because they probably feel it's like they're not under a spotlight. You know? Again, it all goes back to these were people. Yep. You respect and, them, and they, and they are respect you. people. You know, it's... Yeah. I, I, I've <clears> never... <throat> there's just always been something to me about the approach of, like, yelling at them and show yourself and, you know, I get all that for, for TV and it makes for a good show, but at the end of the day, I feel like a lot more personal experiences will happen and be more rewarding and fulfilling if you show them the same mutual respect that you would show anybody else because they are people at the end of the day. So, um, I can't wait to go back. I am, I'm so excited uh, this, you know, I would definitely, you know, the, the whole experience I would go back in the day for the tour. Mm -hmm. I'd go back at night to do another um, ghost investigation. The whole experience was just really, really, really awesome. Um, the drive there was was fine. The drive back, besides all the fucking fog, was, was really Listen, awesome. Listen, the mist was, was happening. Oh, my dad was like, <laughs> I bet you guys ran into a shit ton of fog. I said, you're... You're right in Appalachia. So we're in West Virginia. Like you're in a fucking valley. So there's there's mountains, mountains, and you're right next to the Ohio River. So there was plus this is five in the morning, you know? So there the the fog was fucking. The fog was insane. Um so besides that, it was a very lovely drive home. Um once I woke up. Once once we got food and awake. Um <laughs> but yeah, it it was it was a really great experience overall. Um, there's a really nice McDonald's around the corner too, in case any. I just feel like we need to rave that about bathroom, this McDonald's. That bathroom. Okay, first of all, the bathroom was super nice. The people that worked there were super nice. I have never had the. I've never had such a nice encounter <laughs> at a McDonald's, and of all place, it was in Moundsville, West Virginia. Can we just give um, it up for Moundsville, West Virginia McDonald's? So, just letting you guys know, it opens up at five. <laughs> if you want breakfast after some spoopies, so just it was it was really good coffee and it's great coffee after spoopies. They had some hot hash browns first thing in the fucking morning. So it was I'm letting so... you guys know if you would like some nice coffee and breakfast yes. in the morning after some spooks. It was go great. to the Moundsville, West Virginia McDonald's. It is literally it. right around the corner. That's it. So that's all we have to say in conclusion. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you, McDonald's. Thank Shout you. out to the Moundsville. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We da, love da, you. Da, da, da. <laughs> I'm loving it. For the first time in my entire life, I actually was. I was actually happy about a McDonald's. Like, I know. Ever. And I, I, I have not been happy about a McDonald's. Since I was a kid. <laughs> so, Same. When you got the fucking Happy Meals and you knew you were getting a toy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Also, the cashier was the cutest thing. Oh, my God. So nice. She was this, super nice. She was so nice. I literally looked at Becky and I was like, she is adorable. 
She's like 16 and just such so, oh my god, precious. We have to and protect a, her. And adorable. We must protect her. Because <laughs> she was so nice. But yeah, it was awesome. I just, it had was. To, I just had to mention that in case. Listen, it was no, nice. you needed to mention that there's, because. Typically, McDonald's doesn't get a lot of hype like that. And this was a very nice McDonald's. So shout out Moundsville McDonald's. We appreciate you. We definitely appreciated you that early in the morning. We really did. All right, guys. Well, I think that was everything. Is that? Yeah, that was all I had. It was awesome. If you guys get a chance to go visit there, please do. Uh, it's very much worth it. The tour guide is very sweet. Um, next year, we'll be going to, to the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, uh, which is about smack dab right in the middle of West Virginia. And all of that is in preparation for the big boy which will be in 2023 when we go to Eastern, Eastern State Penitentiary. Uh, we're going to have to make a whole weekend out of it because it's eight hours away and it's huge. <laughs> so I cannot wait. I cannot I'm wait. so excited about that. <laughs> um, there is a... We did a, uh episode already about um, Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Um, there's also another really good... I always, you know, I always like to shout out other spooky podcasts because I know we're not the only one. And there's no. so many of them out there. And there's a lot that Casper enjoys. There's a lot that I enjoy. Um, one called Lights Out Podcast, which I fucking love. Um, especially the host. I just like, I like the host's voice, Josh. Like he, he mispronounces things a lot, but he has such Are we a related? soothing, he has such a soothing voice though. Oh, like his voice is so easy. Guys. His voice is so soothing that he's just made another podcast called Planet Sleep. And it's literally like this like really soothing music and it's him narrating things like they did one about like the Amazon rainforest. There's like rainforest. It's guys, it helps me fall asleep. There are five episodes in and it will legit. He in the beginning of <laughs> That's it. That's amazing. In the beginning of it, he goes, so we're going to get you guys ready for bed. We're going to do some deep breathe. He does these like breathe in, breathe out. So you're like in your bed, and then okay, guys, I'm gonna drift you away to the Amazon rainforest. I'm gonna stop talking about it because I'm gonna make y'all sleepy, and I'm gonna make myself fucking sleepy. You actually, I've heard a lot of people like, say that they really like your voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she said, "Oh, okay." I used to do a lot of stuff over. I think I think I just have a natural voice. You have it. You to... do have actually a, a very soothing voice. I'm just loud and obnoxious. <clears throat> thank you. Um. Lights Out did a really great, there, it was episode 65 was about the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, and I thought their episode was incredible. Actually, one of my favorite episodes that they did was episode 60, was their Wendigo episode, because he played some, some sounds, and I, I... Sometimes I shouldn't listen to these so early in the morning when I'm at home by myself. Well, I'm the idiot and who was like, let me listen to the Skinwalker sound at fucking 11.30 at night in the dark while I'm just laying in bed. And then I couldn't sleep for like three hours. And then I sent it to you and you listened to it. And I was like, you're going to be in this mess with me. And you were like, why the fuck did I listen to that? And I'm like, now you're scared. Huh? <laughs> I don't listen to it at night. I listen to it when my husband leaves for work in the morning. So it's 6 a.m. and it's still dark and I'm by myself. And that's when I start watching all this scary shit. And I'm like, why did I do this when I was by myself? 
like when I told my husband, I was like, remember, somebody was watching Hell, Hell House LLC. Somebody that I follow on Instagram had posted their first time watching it. And I remembered that I made the mistake of watching that. That movie and The House is October Built are the only two movies that I've watched at home by myself and actually scared myself. Like where I was going to stop the movie and I was like, I think I'm just going to wait till my husband gets home because I don't, I don't want to watch. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like making sure all the doors are locked. All the fucking windows are locked. And I'm like, I don't, I'm I don't, like, ain't no motherfucker getting in this house. I don't like, think I've ever had a movie that freaked me out by myself. Like now. Obviously, like, the fourth kind was not kind to me. No, I was, I was scared. The like, fourth kind legitimately Hell House, LLC, me. I still get scared. And I, I love that movie. And I have it on DVD, and I've, like, just been at we home. Should, I've been at home randomly by myself and have put it on, and I'm like, okay. We need to make it a point to actually go to that house. Some, which, one year. Which house? The house that they use for Hell House, because it's an actual haunted house. Why? I don't want to go there. <laughs> I'm like, I want to. And me, I'm like, nope. See, Chris does too, but Hannah doesn't want to. So me and Chris will go, and you and Hannah can just, you can just we'll, we'll go do something. We'll go get a beer. Me and Hannah will go get a beer. And you and Chris. Me and Chris can go die. And <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny. I don't want you guys to die. Um, I'm like, no. We can just go die. No. It's fine. I mean, I would really hate to die that way, though. That would suck. I know it's not real, but that movie fucked me up. And the sequel's good, and the third one is awful. I can't believe I actually... You didn't watch it, did you? No. I don't know why I I did. I don't know why I... No, I know why I did, because I'm a glutton for punishment. And I was like, just watch it. And then I did, and I was like, why did I do this? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just putting that out there to the makers of you fucking nailed it with the first two and then that third one was uh, I didn't really like the second one to be honest. It was okay. It was fine. The first one was the definitely the perfect. best one, but yeah. It's definitely number three on my top found footage list, so that is for fucking show. Anywho's. So guys, that Anywho's. concludes our spoopy episode of our paranormal experiences at the West Virginia Penitentiary. Like we said, go check it out. Yes. Can't wait to go to our experiences next year and then the big boy the year after. Yes. God, I can't wait for big big boy. Hey, demons. It's me. Your boy. So hard not to. Um, But next week, we are going to take a deep dive. Did you get it? I, I do. Okay. Into um the Kraken. We have not had a cryptid episode about the Kraken. And of course, you know, me over here thinking about the Kraken, I'm thinking about um the fact that the Kraken killed Jack Sparrow and I'm mad. Oh my god. Pirates of the Caribbean. He re- the Kraken killed Jack Sparrow. Well, like, for a second, I was like, what are you talking about? That's going to be like, the oh, name yeah. of the episode. The Kraken that killed Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. At first, I was like, what is she? And I was like, oh, God. I haven't seen any I of have... the Pirates of the Kid. Oh, Jesus. It's probably been a good solid 10 it's, years. Yes. To be honest. Yep. 
definitely. Yo ho, yo ho. When I was still, when I was still obsessed with Orlando, I didn't even want to talk about it. I was. In all reality, the I third through, one was look, really good. I went through. I went through a moment, <laughs> and I don't know. Is why. he married to Katy Perry? He now? definitely is. There's Katy Perry again. Good for them. Um. Good anyway, for yeah, good for them. <laughs> anyway, she annoys the fuck out of me now. But good know, for them. I don't know. It's, he's. Ugh, I don't. He's not unattractive, but I just. There was like a hype about him that now looking back, I'm like, okay, Loki's hotter. So much. Don't get me started on my man. All right, guys. Well, I'm excited about that Kraken episode, though. Seriously, because that is, you know, we've talked about it before. Anything underwater, ocean shit, head underwater. So fucking goddamn TikTok. Um. But yeah, we don't know anything about our oceans. We don't know so much of it has been unexplored. We've talked about this before. So just the thought of that, because there have been giant squid found. So how do you know there's not one big enough that could just, you know, take swallow a whole goddamn shit? The whole thing. So the entire thing gone next week. Next week. All about that. Yes. You know, I'm all about that. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. I hate her. I am so <laughs> sorry. You know, she married the guy from Spy Yeah, Kids. I know, and they're so cute. And I'm but they sorry. really I are, and I can't her, stand her. But they're so cute. They are cute. I know, so but I can't stand her anymore. <gasps> but they're so cute. <laughs> She's literally going to cry about Junie. Oh my God. <laughs> Alright guys, you know our socials. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All that don't or DFWTO podcast, DFWTO8811 is the handle. We are on Podbean, Google Whoa. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Please give us a listen, give us a like, rate us, comment, and all, all the fun of those stuff. Are very, very, very helpful. Very helpful because, you know, they get us some more views and you know, we always listens and listens and all the things. Um because we, you know, we need those. We like those. And they help. Well, we don't need them, but we like them. We appreciate it. Yes. All right, guys. Have a great week. Be safe. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with the original. Don't fuck with the original. I can't do it. Don't. How? Wait. Y'all go, not go to that cemetery. There we go. Say, I there was we like, go. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't do it. Lose it. Okay, bye. <laughs>